Welcome to Light Warrior Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, the number one best-selling author of Guide to Healing Chronic Pain, a Holistic Approach, Evolutionary Healer, and Navigating the Clickety-Clack, How to Stay Peace-Filled in a Seemingly Toxic World. And super exciting news, My Sensitivity is Your Superpower book is launching next week, December 10th, uh, 10 days from now. Uh, where you'll get to learn how to connect with Zero Point, learn divine muscle testing, transformational telepathy, perception, kung fu, weather magic, remote healing, just to name a few things. So I'm really excited about that and hope that you can uh, come to my superpower book launch party on December 10th at 1 p.m. You can get on my mailing list at sensitivesoulguide.com and you'll get an invite to the launch party. I'll be emailing everybody else. The details soon. Um, so our goal here in Light Warrior Radio is to help you manifest the life of your dreams, whether that's radiant health, prosperity, loving relationships, or simply peace of mind. So I'm just so thankful that you're here with me, and I have a very special guest today with me and my good friend, D.L. Walker, who has helped me immensely uh, restructure my body, and I've been learning so so much from her. And I got to tell you, even as a medical doctor, um, <laughs> to be perfectly honest, Medical doctors are not trained, let me, let me underline that, are not trained really in evaluating fascia structure alignment. In fact, we suck at it because we didn't learn it. We learned about surgery, we learned about cutting things and replacing things and stitching things up and, you know, prescribing pills. And I learned so much throughout my years in and out of the physical therapist office. I can't even tell you. I mean, I must have been there, I don't know how many, hundreds of of times. Um, and then I realized, oh, I have to do some self-care here. I can't just like do whatever I want with my body and skate and get injured and go, oh, I must be getting old. And the physical therapists are like, uh, no, you just have this and this to correct. Right. So I keep learning more, keep learning more. And I'm just, uh, just blown away with all the new stuff that I've learned since graduating from medical school since, you know, being, um, you know, a medical doctor and in family medicine and board certified and all that kind of stuff. So DL is here today to teach us something very, very special. Um, it's a brand new program that she has launched called Correcticize, where you can get, quote unquote, fixed as you get fit. Uh, because normally what would happen is I would have to go to the physical therapist's office and they would do all the stuff and or massage therapist and it would temporarily help. And then I'd be back to doing whatever exercise I would do. And then I would seem to get injured again and so on and so forth. And I realized that if I do self-care, not just, you know, symptom relief, but self-care, I can actually undo some of those unnatural and unhappy, if you will, structures that I have in my body. Is it overnight? because I've been doing not so great things for many, many decades. Um, and I probably was, you know, born with some imbalances as well, just what my position in utero. Um, so in this Correcticize program, which you can find out more because there's a 14-day free challenge woo-hoo, uh, at uh, KarenCan.com forward slash Correcticize, and that's spelled correct, and then I-C-I-S-E, uh, so Correcticize. Um, you can check it out and, um, let me tell you a little bit about DL just in case this is, uh, she's been on my show multiple times, but I think that in case you don't know about her, let me share with you some of her background. So she has over 20 years experience in physical therapy, exercise physiology, massage, neurophysiology, athletic training, and alternative medicine. She holds two bachelor of science degrees, majoring in physical therapy and physical cardiac rehab, respectively, and a master's degree in exercise science. She has been credentialed as a health coach and a certified functional manual therapist. She founded Fun Fitness Physical Therapy 
PC in 1999, where she provided home health rehabilitation services to senior patients for 10 years. She's developed a unique fall prevention program, which is currently used by a New York City home health agency. She developed and implemented a research study to determine the effects of physical therapy and exercise on falls for a major New York City senior services supplier. She has also taught professional continuing medical education on balance enhancement, fall prevention, foot, ankle, and the pelvis, as well as classes for individuals on how to resolve their bunions, tailors, bunions, heel pain, and hammer toes. Uh, she specializes in health and sports performance enhancement, injury prevention through an integrated approach that includes education, counsel, and exercise for, uh, to foster resilience and optimize function. She's also worked as a strength and conditioning coach for the U.S. Olympic Committee, personal trainer for the Sports Training Institute of New York City, and exercise physiologist for the St. Francis Hospital in New York. And she was part of a development team at the U.S. Olympic Education Center to create her work. has been published in a number of news sources, and she currently has a very, very prolific YouTube channel, Fix You Online TV, with thousands of followers. And uh, I got to say, I've learned so much from DL over the last few years since we got to, to know each other. I'm so grateful, and I'm part of her Bunyan Solution 3.0 program. And it is amazing, amazing. <laughs> so, DL, welcome to the call. Thanks, Karen. Um, here I thought I was being lazy, but uh, <laughs> listening to uh, <clears throat> listening to your introduction, I sound I sound like I know what I'm talking about. So, oh my uh, gosh, thanks for that confidence boost. Reminder. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's 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 fantastic. Um, and I mean, there were some things in there that I didn't even you know know about you, and it's it's great because I think it's important for people to understand that you know people just don't make stuff up because they want to sell a bunch of things, right? I mean, they make stuff up for their own you know um, healing and and evolution. And I know you have some you know, a little bit of stories around you know your own family and your daughter and how you've helped yeah. her. Um, and some of your clients have gone through, and some of them very, very challenging issues, um, have just had, you know, a call with you on Zoom, and you were like, oh, oh, this, 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 you know, needs to be addressed. And they were able to have immediate uh, shifts and changes, like visual, uh, you mm-hmm. know, like me, like, you know, that one right, right foot bunion that you worked on me. Like, I wish I'd taken a picture before because I really – didn't expect it to be dramatically changed in five minutes, three minutes, actually, probably less than three minutes. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and when things are done properly, you know, by somebody who's skilled or if it's taught properly, it's really not that difficult. And I think that's a big misconception mm. among people is that, you know, that they need to seek out, uh, you know, a professional and go to them. And, and again, I don't, um, I don't, I do recommend going to see, you know, somebody who's competent. However, you know, there are a lot of, of practitioners out there who may not have 20 years of experience, and they might not um, be as skilled as some other therapists. You know, just because somebody has the same title does not necessarily mean mm-hmm. that they are of equal level. And, um, you know, right. that's important to know. I think um, the other thing is, is that, you know, and I don't think many people understand this as well, is that the pressure on the medical community and people like physical therapists, traditional offices, um, is incredible these days. You know, we're getting paid less for um, fewer visits, and we really have to be 
awesomely effective, and that's why I chose to do advanced training so that I could get results in, you know, 15 minutes, three minutes, and make a significant change in individuals very quickly Um, because I always wanted my patients to get better. I didn't want anybody leaving my office um, or my leaving their home without feeling an improvement. And the other thing that I want to share with people is that regardless of whom you choose to work with, and they don't necessarily have to be a physical therapist or a chiropractor or, you know, this kind of modality or that kind of modality, the thing to focus on is success. And um, Mm. I usually tell people is that if they're not getting better, if they're not seeing improvement within a few visits, then they're kind of wasting their time. Um, They need to see someone, they need to see someone else. Or that might not be the right person for them. It might be nothing against the practitioner. It just might not be the right fit. And I think a lot of people um, aren't aware of that. And they might be, you know, wasting their time and money on things that aren't working. Because when you find the right fit, it works. It's right. The challenge is to find the right person for you. And again, I'm not lighting any profession or any professional um, out there because everyone has certain strengths. Um, and, and again, I'm very honest with my, the people that, that work with me that if they're not seeing improvement within, you know, a visit or two, um, I send them on the way. I give, I tell them to give other people four visits, but for me, it's two. Right. If I'm not seeing an improvement, <laughs> right. I, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm either, I go back and I say, okay, what am I missing? And if I can't figure it out and there's just no improvement, then, um, you know, I refer them to somebody who I think will help them. And, uh, and I, that is not often seen, you know, it's, it's not something that's really understood or recognized. And um, mm. I think the other thing that you brought up early on was that, um, you know, correcticize has been a journey. Um, I, you know, I wanted to develop something like this 20 years ago, but I was 30 years old at that time. So, you know, I was, you know, I actually skated around New York City and and went to patients' homes on my rollerblades, and I did about 10 miles a day on my skates. And wow, you know, um, so I was in pretty good shape. <laughs> and um, you know, but there were <clears throat> there were setbacks, and there and it was a journey. Because, you know, I sustained my first back injury at age nine. Um, I know Mm -hmm. exactly when it happened. It did not manifest until age 13. And I think that's the other thing that um, people are not aware of is that energy is neither created nor destroyed. So when you sustain a trauma, even if it goes back decades, it might take decades to manifest into a problem. Right. But it doesn't mean that that predisposing thing wasn't there. So for someone like yourself, who's a figure skater, you know, you're training and you will fall. How many times do you fall in a session? Well, nowadays, <laughs> not that many, <laughs> but, but, you know, I mean, the, the, they, I, they used to be really fantastical falls because right, I didn't even know how to yeah. fall. Now it's better, I'm but, sure it, but can... doing pairs, yeah. I, I probably ripped yeah. a bunch of things back then. But, Right. And, and again, you know, or you could think about how many falls did you sustain in, in your life? How many times did you fall on the ice? You know, right. or how many um, times during, somebody during, or something hit me training. in the head? 
Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And Car accidents. I mean, some of these things could happen, you know, either as infants, young children falling down the stairs. Um, my daughter fell down the stairs at age four. Um, mm. That was a trauma uh, that, you know, that I recall and, and needed, you know, will need to be, had needed to be cleared because she actually developed car sickness. And I didn't even think of it. Um, I had, I, she was blessed to have a homeopathic MD as her pediatrician who recommended craniosacral therapy, which I'm very much aware of. Um, but I didn't even think of it myself because she sustained that, that um, falling down the stairs trauma as well as a blow to her jaw. And mm. when you're young, you can have very few treatments and get better very quickly. As we get older, it gets more and more difficult. So I can't emphasize enough the importance to be starting, um, you know, some sort of corrective program. You know, you can start at any age because you can get better at any age. But the mm-hmm. earlier that you can do it, the better off you're going to be. And because a lot of people don't can, make that connection, mm-hmm. right? Like what happened before no. to what's going on now no. because it seems unrelated. Exactly. Um, sometimes when we're working on, uh, and this might, you know, this might come up almost like uh, psychotherapy, is that sometimes when you hit a wounded area physically, when I'm treating mm-hmm. manually, they'll remember the trauma. Oh. Um, so, yeah, so that's pretty, pretty interesting. They will recall the trauma. So, um, yeah, that, that often kind of, or I'll say, Hey, did you, did you hit your head right here? <laughs> wow. And then they'll be like, Oh yeah, you know, it is. And that's right. So, you know, these things, like I said, oftentimes they develop over time. So the question is, the declines that we have in aging, are they due to just time or are they due to trauma over time as well mm. as a lack of awareness on how to move and hold our body in the proper position, not only for optimized function, but also for maximum resilience. So resilience right. to traumas falling downstairs or sustaining a fall um, on the ice or, you know, uh, sustaining a blow to the body uh, or combating, you know, disease when we talk about our respiratory system or those kinds of things. It's, it's really food for thought. And as I've become older and I'm aware of all of this and I've, you know, been blessed to have had, the treatments that I teach people um, done on myself, I see a significant difference in my ability to maintain my level of activity and sport and, uh, you know, everyday function when, you know, comparing myself to my peers. Right. And one of my favorite stories from you and because I, I mean, a couple of things, one is, you know, um, we're going to touch on that more, um, but uh, you don't have to work out like bazillion hours a day. And even with your seemingly short exercise routine, tell us the story about when you were coming out of the subway and you had a coffee in your hand, what happened? Because yeah. I just love that story. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a pretty funny story. So the, the, <clears throat> the point being is, is that, 
if you're in the proper alignment and your body is, when you're in the proper alignment, actually your muscles will be recruiting properly, meaning that the signals from the neurological system will be going to the muscular system in a proper order and you will be reactive. Um, You will be able to um, improve things like digestion and breathing and all of these other things. Alignment is everything. And if you're Mm. in the right alignment, I say it dictates function. So um, when I was, when I was um, working in Manhattan, I I was walking down Park Avenue. I was at about 31st street. I had a coffee in one hand, my rollerblades in the other, because I was close to where my, my patient was. And, um, the strangest thing happened. There was somebody coming down the street and I was walking along the avenue and neither of us saw each other. And this was a gentleman who was significantly, you know, he was in his 20s, so he was about 10, 15 years younger than me. And we collided. Hmm. And he looked at me and he went flying and I stayed stationary. And he looked at me and he said, <laughs> why did you push me? And I said, how can I push you? I have my coffee in one hand. By the way, the coffee did not that's and correct. My in the other. <laughs> and I mean, I wouldn't even be consciously thinking of it, but what I could not explain to him because he would not have gotten it is that because uh, my, I was in the right alignment and I had all the work that I've done. And, and again, these, t- these um, strategies have become what we call unconscious learned. So I just function that way now. Um, as a result of him bumping into me, my core muscles were able to fire in such a way to go ahead and allow me to sustain that trauma without being knocked around. And in fact, my, um, the people that trained me, my mentors, actually worked with Joe Montana, the quarterback from the 49ers, who sustained many back injuries, and they mm. trained him that way. So they didn't just work on his back muscles. They taught him the right alignment so that when he was not seeing the, um, the linemen or the, uh, the defense um, basically attacking him, when, it, when he wasn't aware for it and couldn't sustain or, or consciously, um, you know, activate his muscles for a blow, it happens automatically. And that is, you know, that's, where I'd really love to get people with this program. And it's not, again, it's not that difficult. It's more about restoring alignment and then also making people aware of how to do things properly because a lot, there are a lot of misconceptions around that as well. So how to wait there on your feet properly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, didn't, I didn't even learn that in PT school. You know, that was taught afterwards. Um, a lot of this stuff I've gleaned from yoga and Pilates and, uh, like I said, continuing education uh, programs with individuals who really studied the alignment, and the alignment of a system and biomechanics because when your alignment, like I said, dictates what I say, function, frequency, and flow. So a muscle will contract with greater strength or vigor when it's at a particular length. If it's too long or too short, it won't function properly. And the alignment of a muscle is determined by the connective tissue of the skeleton as as well as other types of connective tissue. 
So mm-hmm. uh, in order to get somebody into alignment, the key is that we need to uh, release that connective tissue holding them in the negative or non-functional alignment and then teach them how to be in the right alignment and then just reinforce it with corrective exercises. Yeah, that's what's really so great about simple. the Correctisize program. <laughs> I mean, it, it, you know, when, when you say all that, it's like, whoa, that sounds really hard. But when you actually get into the Correctisize program, you don't necessarily need to know intellectually uh, what exactly we're fixing right now. But um, some yeah. of these exercises are um, very, well, I mean, most, if, I mean, that I've never seen before. You know, like they're very unique. <laughs> they don't they don't seem to, I mean, well, actually most of them are like, what, three minutes? I mean, they're not really, really long. Um, and yet Mm -hmm. they're effective and maybe I I know this is hard to do on radio because people can't see, (laughs) but, um, Mm -hmm. I was wondering if you give us an example of what a correct size, like what one, one exercise, um, that maybe people Mm -hmm. can kind of visualize, um, what that would look like and what it's for. So, um, yep. So I actually, I, um, designed the correct size activities to be about a minute in length. And so we have a timer that goes on and some of them are in a um, consecutive form. So I have an anti-aging fitness program that's about four minutes. Made it again so that it's doable because what happens is, is that it, we don't, another misconception is that we have to go out and exercise 20 minutes consecutively in order to get cardiovascular benefits. Where, as the research shows, you only need to do, um, I think, 90 seconds in a day of maximum exercise for cardiovascular benefits. So you can get the same results in two different ways. One of them will be faster and less stress on the body. It might be Mm. more stress on the heart, and that's a consideration that needs to be made. But to answer your question, absolutely. So I think there's two activities that uh, I'd like to to um, explain to people. And um, the first one kind of goes into that whole alignment issue, okay? So what I want people to do is to assume a upright position and, and go into what you think is good posture, which would mean sitting upright, um, you know, head over shoulders, shoulders back and down, et cetera, et cetera. And just go ahead and swallow an imaginary piece of food and see what that feels like. Hmm. And now what I want you to do is um, become some, you know, uh, someone who might have like an osteoporosis or a poor posture. So Mm -hmm. that would be somebody who has rounded shoulders and then their head sticks out. I call them turtle men or women, um, you know, and uh, rounded back, their shoulders are in tight, and go ahead and now try to swallow again. And you'll feel how much more difficult it is. And the thing is, is that we're a series of tubes and wires. And that's Mm. why alignment is so important. So again, we have our digestive tube, which was impeded with that posture. But we also have carotid arteries that serve blood to our brain, right? Right. If that tube is kinked, it's just like a garden hose. If that tube is kinked, right, not only are you more likely to develop a clot, 
but it will be an impeded flow. It will be an uh, impediment to the flow. Now think about your digestive tract, right? The the viscera, Mm. the the, um, small and large intestines. If those aren't mobile, if those aren't aligned, think of how that might impact digestion or breathing for that matter. So again, tubes and wires. Our neurological system, that's the wires. The tubes mm-hmm. are our digestive system, our reproductive system. There you go again. And the fallopian tubes, the, you know, the blood vessels to the, um, to the uh, reproductive organs. I think that misalignment is probably one of the most underrated, under-understood, and under-treated areas of health and fitness. So oh yeah, absolutely, alignment. absolutely. Yeah, and and I gotta tell you, yeah. I, I didn't want to. Uh, I mean, I thought I was uh, going to mention this earlier, and I didn't. Um, but um, I, I, you know, like I said earlier, I've been in and out of physical therapist's office for the early part of my skating career for a really long time. It was always okay. like, oh, Dr. Karen's back, you know, uh, because I really didn't know <laughs> any of this stuff. And um, what I notice is that just just having talked to, interviewed, you know, different patients, having different experiences. What I've noticed is that um, there are some physical therapists, which I st- it still blows my mind that these exist, so no offense to anyone, but um, physical therapists who only use exercise programs to help mm-hmm. their clients. And, and, you know, sometimes in the past, I wasn't specific at who I wanted them to see, so I'd be like, PT, you know, myofascial release of blah, 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 and, you know, improves function, blah, 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 right? I write it on the script. And then the person would come back and they feel worse. And I'm like, well, what are you guys doing? And it's like, oh, well, they've got me doing this exercise, this exercise, this exercise. And I'm like, yeah, but what about the manual therapy? Oh, what do you mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not getting any manual therapy, right? Mm -hmm. And they would be doing all these exercises. But I'm like, no, 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 no. (laughs) So I'd have to, like, switch people or, you know, tell therapists what I wanted. And the therapists were like, I don't do that. And I'm like, really? You don't? Because even I know that now, you know, as an MD, Um, So there's a huge difference in people's knowledge. And so that's why I highly, highly respect, you know, everything that you've learned and what you're able to do because you get results fast. Well, and and again, I get results fast because the system that I use works for me. And again, Mm. there are other therapists out there who may be very successful in doing what they do. And that, you know, that's good. I am guilty, actually, of doing too much hands-on and not enough exercise, which is another reason why I developed the correcticide, so I could give them to my patients. And I wasn't taking away from the time that we had where I could get my hands on them. Because, Mm. and then also now I can teach them how to do the release work on themselves so that they would need to come to me less and less and become more independent and empowered on their own. But you bring up a really great point. Uh, And it's another reason why I developed the program is that my, um, when I was in graduate school for exercise physiology, one of the, the, um, my professors, Dr. William McArdle, he wrote a book on exercise physiology. And he used to say that the body is the only machine that gets better with work. And Oh, that's a good one. I would actually, except I would debate that. I would say (laughs) that an aligned body Ah. is the only machine that will get better with work because if you're exercising on a malaligned body, 
It's like driving a car that has a uh, deflated tire or a flat tire. Mm -hmm. You're actually doing harm if you're sustaining that level over time. And that's why, like I said, it's almost better to do shorter bouts of exercise to get the benefits that you're looking for. And again, everybody will have their different goals. So, um, and, and, and those are personal and I would not, you know, I could advise Mm -hmm. somebody on each of their goals, but, you know, in, in, from the safest and the most uh, time efficient way, the best thing to do is the shortest and getting more bang for your buck. So in the exercise program, there are these exercises. I call them million-dollar exercises. And the million-dollar exercises are the ones that give you the most bang for your buck. Um, there's, there's one, and I'll, I'll go ahead and post that one on my um, YouTube channel, Fix You Online TV, so you guys can take a look at it. Um, but what it is is that you're basically just sitting in your chair, Mm-hmm. So this is a great activity because it can be done while you're watching TV or when you're at the office and you're taking a little bit of a break. And what you want to do is you want to be um, sitting toward the end of the chair. And again, you want to be in the right alignment. Most people sit improperly. So if you're spending eight, eight hours of sitting in a poor position, you're doing your body harm. The same thing if you're standing for eight hours in a malaligned body. You're doing your body harm. But anyway, so you're sitting on the edge of the, the chair, and you can even put your hands, if you have an uh, armrest, you can put your hands on there to put more pressure into your feet. And then all you're going to do is it, um, ideally you're barefoot unless you're diabetic because we don't want to create a wound at the bottom of the foot. So you'd be in socks and you'd rub your feet forward and backward over the carpet. And again, you could do this for maybe 10 times weight into your feet. Now what that does is it creates um, what we call proprioceptive or sensory input to the bottoms of the feet, which again can be affected by diabetes and certainly age. Mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. well as improving the range of motion of the foot and ankle because you want to keep the, the sole of the foot and all the toes on the floor as you're doing this. So then we're getting knee flexion and extension. And then after about 10 repetitions, forward and backward count is one. Then what you would do is you could circle, keeping the feet on the ground, all the toes on the ground, you would circle the legs like in an outward position. Now, what that does is it works the hip range of motion, which mm. is really important. So you're getting, you're getting the proprioception or the sensory inputs to the bottom of the feet. You're getting range of motion in non-weight bearing of the knees in flexion and extension. And then you're getting range of motion of the hips in um, internal, external, and AB and AD duction. And those are the only thing that you're not getting with this exercise that's super important is hip extension. So, um, again, that is what I consider to be a million-dollar exercise. And it only takes, you know, again, 30 seconds to a minute to do maybe even less. And the thing about, about exercise or corrective or correct 
technique and exercise is that it's about um, the cumulative effect rather than, again, going out and exercising for an hour. Or, mm. again, you know, I want to know who invented the 10 repetitions. <laughs> yeah. like 10, and I'm guilty of it, too. It's like I just did it, 10 repetitions. Like how did 10 get to be the magic number? Right. You know, right. because the thing is, is that, um, again, even back in my undergrad when I was a cardiac rehabilitation major, they did studies because at the time – it was 20 to 40 minutes of continuous aerobic exercise at 70 to 85% of your maximum heart rate three right. times a week, right? Yep, that's what we learned. What they did is that they studied looking at, okay, well, what if somebody did four times five minutes and they found the same benefit hmm. as the 20 minutes of continuous? So the idea is, guys, is that a lot of times, some people don't have 20 minutes, but a lot of times they could find four or five minutes in their day. I like to exercise in the bathroom. I have my <laughs> privacy. Nobody bothers me. You know, especially if you have young children, um, it is the best, or a cat, um, or pet, <laughs> right? Um, because they don't, they don't bother you there. And, um, you know, I've been doing my high-intensity aerobic training where I get more than my average daily cardiovascular benefits in about four minutes, and I just do, you know, I do coordination exercises. I mix it up um, a lot of times in between brushing my teeth. So I'll brush my teeth, and then I, I wind up brushing my teeth for a couple of minutes, which you're supposed to do anyway. But if you're standing there brushing your teeth, two minutes is a long time, right? That is true. <laughs> like brushing your teeth for two minutes is a long time. But if you got your timer on and you're brushing for 40 seconds and then for 20 seconds you're doing things like jumping jacks or running in place or touching hands to opposite toe, which, again, you're getting now coordination exercises, um, it's not so di- or you're doing squats or you're doing um, dips or you're doing push-ups against the wall. All of those things um, make those two minutes go quickly for brushing. And also then you get your exercise in and I do it first thing in the morning. So it's over. And if I don't get back to my workout later in the day, I've already done it. Mm. But every time you go to the bathroom, you could go ahead and go in there. And after you're finished, go ahead and do five squats or lunges, cumulative. So the important part, though, is alignment, because if you're in the right alignment, every step that you take is going to be an abdominal exercise. Every step that you're going to take is going to be a hip exercise. Every step that you take is going to be an ankle exercise. But when we're not in alignment, you're not being able to get that recruitment, and that's why the alignment is so important, and that's where other fitness programs have failed. Right, because exactly. They're not, they're not. They're not stressing that. And truthfully, it's you know either they don't know or there's no time. There's not enough time. Yeah. Because right. and also like people said, think they have to you know to to, to sweat like crazy. Um, yeah. And I mean, some of the things you just mentioned, people might be a little bit intimidated if they're not athletic, right? They're like, oh my god, squats, lunges. Oh my god, that sounds really hard. Right. And <laughs> 
Um, yes. But you know what's great in the program? I also have the correct sizes listed for beginner, intermediate, and advanced. Mm-hmm. So um, my dad has signed up. And um, there are correct sizes that can be done in bed that are fabulous, particularly things like rolling. So, you know, here's another thing that other programs aren't addressing. They're not addressing the neurological changes that occur when we get older. So things like the sensory at the bottom of the feet, what we call proprioception, super important for balance. Okay. Mm. And again, um, one in three people ages 65 or older fall every year, and it's the leading cause of injury of that age group. So, again, that proprioception is going to be really important. But another thing, another system, right, some people might notice that their taste is not as acute or their smell is not as acute, and certainly their sight changes, right? Mm-hmm. But there's a system that is not, not readily known much by individuals who's called the vestibular system. And it tells basically, it tells the body where it is in space. It tells the system, the, 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 um, the brain and the uh, neuro, nervous system, where it is in space and what's going on in its surroundings. It's been called like the air traffic controller of the nervous system. Mm. So it coordinates everything. And there's, um, if you've had issues with your vestibular system, it renders you pretty much non-functional. It's, exactly. it's really pretty devastating. So um, though that system basically starts to decline at middle age. And the things that stimulate it are things that we don't do, you know, past, you know, past school age things. It, it's interesting. The things that stimulate the vestibular system are mostly found on the playground. So huh. things like spinning, things like swinging, um, you know, movements of the head, keeping the eyes focused and in balance. And those are included in the correct size program as well for not only anti-aging, but also for balance because the vestibular system is that air traffic controller that's important with balance. And it begins to atrophy at about the age of 40 or 50. Um, I see that all the time. In, in my, you know, yeah, when I was in medical in practice, uh, so yeah. common. I, 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 when I started figure skating, I was like only, what, 29, something like that when I started figure skating. Yeah. And just doing a two-foot spin, like like one rotation, I was so nauseous. And I had had a history yeah. of, of, of migraine headaches and being nauseous and easy to, you know, uh, you know to, to, to be nauseous. And by training that through figure skating, now I'm actually, you'll be happy to know, I'm actually spinning the other way now to, to train that. And I can mm. see that yes. that nausea all over again um, to, to, to get used to that. I think that I, you know, I was in my like 20s, right? And, and yet uh, this, this system may have been a problem for me in the past anyway, but I didn't know about it yeah. until I tried something new that I didn't know about. So people go, you know, into their 30s and 40s and 50s, not even knowing that they're losing that vestibular right. awareness, that proprioception. Um, and even though that, exactly. that foot exercise you just showed us is so simple, uh, mm-hmm. it, it is like uh, we don't get taught that stuff. So it just blows my mind. Yes, 
Um, and, and, you know, again, you bring up a really important point is that you were able to train it. You're better at a, you know, you're in now you're in your fifties, right? So yep. you're better at doing something than you were at age 29. And yep. that is another misconception is that things cannot change. And I actually was just, um, shown this yesterday and I, I did share it on my Facebook page uh, about a 72 year old woman who does CrossFit and she's got damn good form better than a lot of CrossFitters that I've seen to be honest with you and she's only been working out I think for the last 10 years but she works out every day for the last 10 years so even people in their 90s the research shows that you can get stronger with exercise. So it is it a matter of age or disuse? I'm mm-hmm. starting to feel that it's disuse because you are now able to do something that you couldn't do um, well in your 20s. I'm able to do something that I wasn't able to do in my 20s. And yet we're 30 years older than we were at that time. Yep. So it's possible. It's just a matter of, you know, having patience with yourself, doing the things that will challenge those systems. Because, again, unless we're older and we're going on the playground or maybe we're dancers or skaters like you, um, but most of us are not spinning at all. And, um, yeah, going to an amusement park, that is very daunting if you haven't done it in 20 years and you go (laughs) on something and you come off. I mean, whoa, right? And again, you know, it could be, you know, some head traumas throughout life, but more than likely it's a matter of disuse, not, um, not aging and Mm. it can be trained. And that's the beauty of it. So when I talk about the exercises in bed, one of them is rolling side to side, rolling completely over. It's a great activity, crawling, um, crawling in bed another developmental activity that is um, getting opposite arm, opposite leg, as well as coordination and movement of the pelvis, which a lot of people lose from sitting. Right. So yeah, I'm guilty of that um, one. You can do vestibular exercises lying down, you know, just by focusing on the ceiling and moving your head up and down and side to side. In fact, that's the way I recommend to start doing it and then move into sitting and then standing and then standing on one leg. I mean, you know, you're only limited by your creativity, but it's a matter of, again, having the proper alignment and then understanding what activities are really going to train you in the proper way um, for the things that you need as you're getting older. And most of us, again, we're aware of flexibility. We're aware of strength. We're aware of aerobic exercise or, or um, cardiovascular exercise for our heart and lungs, but we're not aware of the alignment and we're not aware of the neurological exercises that are out there as well. And they're mm-hmm. even being taught now for elite athletes. So I knew um, I knew the physical therapist for Andy Roddick, the professional. He's a Hall of Fame tennis player, and he had. Um, I probably shouldn't be sh- sharing this because it's HIPAA, but 
Um, he had he had something that affected his um, neuro his uh, vestibular system at uh, at an early age, and he could not balance on one foot and close his eyes without falling over. That's actually pretty hard. Height, actually. <laughs> Not sure yeah, I tried but that, that was at the that was at the height of his tennis career. Ah, true. As this was going on, so he was a professional. Te- like I almost think, imagine how much better he would have been. Oh yeah. If that had been addressed. So again, people should not feel shame, shameful, or guilty um, about not knowing these things because even professional athletes are not. They're not exercising properly. They're not training properly. Things are now improving um, because of the research and the, the science that's going beyond it. And even now, professional athletes are spending more time in the training room getting things like manual therapy, and they're having longer careers as a result of it. Mm. That's fantastic. So, By the um, way, is, is, is there a is there a minimum acceptable time to be standing on one foot with your eyes closed? Ah. <laughs> is there, that is a is good there question. like a goal? So there are, there are actually norms for um, different age groups. And then again, you bring up um, something that's, that's really awesome is that um, for single leg balance, I would say it should be half the time as normal. Okay. Because again, you're taking sight out of it. So, and that's why a lot of people sustain falls at night. Because they can't Ooh. see where they're going, and they and you take that sense out of it, and that's where the vestibular system and the proprioceptive system, if they're heightened, will help you to avoid falls because those other systems are beefed up. So somebody who's who's been blind most of their lives typically have pretty good balance. Why? Because the other senses, they go ahead and they. Um, they get better as a result of a sense being gone. And that's why training with the eyes closed or training with the head um, extended is really important because it helps with the proprioception and the proprioception also helps with regard to injury prevention for athletes. So Mm. in sports like football or soccer or basketball, where there's, you know, where there's contact, uh, and, and more of a chance of a, uh, you know, a weird kind of force being acted upon somebody that's not of their control. Um, skiers would be another example. They do a lot of training like that. So the norms for single leg balance, so again, I'd say with the eyes closed, it should be about half would be normal. So between the ages of 20 and 49, you should be able to stand on one foot between 24 and 28 seconds. Between ages 50 to 59, it's 21. So look at there. Not a big difference between Mm. 20 and 60, okay? Then in a decade, right? Wow. Um, For balance. Then between 70 to 79, it goes down to four seconds. So even about the same, about a 50-plus decrease in a decade. But then... Between 80 and 89, it's less than one second is the norm. Okay, so again, norm is not optimal. Norm is not what you should expect. It's just the average, right? It's just the average of what happens with people. So if your eyes are closed or if you're in the dark and you're on one foot, and I'm saying half of a second, 
okay? So that is basically a little bit more than the time it takes for you to take a step. And that's why older people often have a shortened gait, right? Mm-mm. Or um, people with balance issues will shuffle, right? Because they don't want to lose contact with the ground. It's also another reason why people will, um, for balance, just take their finger and move it against a wall. Because we're constantly, we, first of all, we have so many sensory, um, organ, um, sensory organs in our hands, and we also use our hands a lot throughout life, right? Typing right, so we get used to it as or, an assistant. Yeah, exactly. So it can help give proprioception input when we get older. So just having a finger against the wall or older people going ahead and holding onto furniture. I mean, you know, again, we adapt. But we, don't, we shouldn't have to, right? We can do some things throughout, um, throughout our lifetime so that we don't get to this point, you know? Mm. Um, it's, it's really interesting. And you know who I thought of the other day, and you can answer this because uh, I know you know them personally, the protopopla, the yeah. skating pair from, from the Soviet Union that were – uh, what three-time Olympic champions? Uh, in yeah, the two-time Olympic 60? champions in pairs. And, uh, yeah, yeah, and they're skating well into their seventies and eighties. Uh huh. For, for, yeah, yeah, and 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 you know, how, Oleg how had a had a now? stroke. Uh, well, Ludmilla ah. has passed away. Um, and uh, about eight years ago, um, Oleg had a fairly severe stroke. Uh, but he was bound and determined to rehab. And so some of the things that they were doing to rehab, I think you would have approved. Uh, they made it up themselves. Uh, and actually, they taught themselves yeah. how to skate because in Russia back then, they were too old, quote unquote, to be taken seriously uh. by the Russian government. Wow. So they had uh, no support um, and they defected. Or they had no support from the government. And only recently in the last you know, decade were they actually acknowledged by their own country um, for their accomplishments. But they did it on their own. Wow. So I saw some of the exercise he was doing that and, and they were very peculiar. Like I'd never seen anybody like nobody in PT ever taught it, uh-huh. but they figured it out. And um, he mm. did, you know, make a huge recovery. I mean, his speech was problematic still, but um, sure. you know, he went back to skating. And, you know, you know? And, and there's a fantastic book um, that I, that I would want to share with people. There, there are two and they're both by the same author. His name is Norman Deutsch. It's um, D-O-I-D-G-E, like, like Dodge, but with an I in it. And he's an MD, and he chronicles different people who've overcome things like major strokes. Um, mm-hmm. And it's called How the Body Heals Itself. And uh, he's got two books. They're very similar in name. How the Body Heals Itself and How the Body Repair or How the Mind Heals Itself. I'm going to have to look it up right now. But um, – it reminds me of what you're saying is that, you know, even though there's a lot of damage and that's another misconception, the things that come up on MRI or X-ray don't, they're just a piece of the puzzle. They don't mean necessarily anything when it becomes to function. And if so, even, and, and the fact is, is that those things can be a very limiting belief. Okay. Saying that I have osteoporosis, I have fibromyalgia, I have, it becomes personal 
Mm-hmm. Okay? And I correct people all the time and say, no, you've been given a diagnosis of yeah. Fibromyalgia. Yep. I, I make the same mistake too, uh, and then I have to backpedal. <laughs> Sometimes I don't catch myself, but yeah. you're absolutely right. We have to watch our language and not, because, and not keep it know, with us. I, yeah, I had a, um, a teacher who, who once said that um, having an MRI is like uh, an MRI of the spine is like a license to hurt. <laughs> because you could just like well, I have a herniated disc L3, L4 blah 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 and it's like yes you know what 80% of people will show a herniated disc on MRI who do not have symptoms exactly. the majority of people have torn cartilage in their knee without symptoms so again it's just a piece of the puzzle and it's not a life sentence I have been given a diagnosis of osteochondral fractures in my right knee that are now 11 years old and only treated by surgery. And yet they do not, uh, they do not, it, it does not affect my ability to function. The only time you should take an intervention such as surgery is when it limits your ability to function in your daily life on a significant level and you have exhausted the non-invasive um, types of interventions because 250,000 people die of medical errors every year in the United States. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I've, I've, I've known people who have, and yeah. it is, um, it is devastating. Uh, my daughter lost her third grade teacher two years ago after mm. a uh, knee surgery, complications oh. after a knee surgery. So she was in school on Friday, and she was dead by Monday. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. 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 yeah that's, uh, I mean, we, we need to take these things uh, seriously. And, uh, by the way, uh, you know, yeah. as, as you were sharing, I got up and did the uh, the one foot uh, with my eyes closed, which is yeah. – always been notoriously hard and, and I you know I'm, I'm not at that even you know ideal level um at that 21 seconds yet but I gotta tell you I haven't done that exercise in a really long time and I've only done the correct size like like twice <laughs> and I noticed there's an improvement already um I do notice my foot being and you know my foot so it's very flat-footed so I keep mm-hmm. the follow on the inside and then overcorrect and go on the outside and so I can feel my foot working really hard and doing that one mm-hmm. foot, but it's actually already better compared to what it was years ago the last time I tried it. Amazing. Yeah. So, again, you can get better as you get older. That is, that is the beauty of the human body. It's yeah. resilient as heck, and it can get better with, with training, but especially appropriate training is even better. Now, the books by Norman Doidge, she's got several – um, the ones that I've read and I recommend is uh, The Brain That Changes Itself and The Brain's Way of Healing are two fascinating okay. books um, by him. And uh, he's actually a psychiatrist. So I was not aware of that. <laughs> but, um, you know, another thing when you talk about language and belief systems, it is um, I, um, I'll go into a story, but um, there's a very famous neurologist by the name of Oliver Sacks, and he was, um, he has written, he wrote several books as well as he has been depicted in, or his stories have been depicted in movies 
uh, one of the most famous was Awakenings with Robert De Niro and Robin Williams. Robin Williams oh, played yeah. Dr. Sachs and, um, and Robert De Niro played his, his star patient, Lenny, who had a, uh, a disease that affected his brain as well as other individuals and put him into kind of a, a catatonic stupor. Well, Dr. Sachs wrote an autobiography that I read, and it was so profound because he was talking about being on set with the actors. And he was mm-hmm. teaching Robin Williams how to assess the character of Lenny, which was played by Robert De Niro. And Dr. Sachs said when he put his hands on Robert De Niro in character, he could not discern Robert De Niro from a patient with that same disease. Dr. Holy. Sachs, famous neurologist, he wondered if at that very moment, if an MRI was taken of Robert De Niro's brain, would it look like a patient who had that disease? And wow. I read that and I said, I said, wow. And wow. I, I, have a, I have a friend, a childhood friend who's an actor. So I emailed her right away and I'm like, how do you do this? Because <laughs> we, know that the, we know that the brain can create disease. There's something called convergence disorder where mm-hmm. basically somebody creates a diagnosis and presents like that diagnosis, but on an MRI, that's why I say MRIs mean nothing or on a CAT scan mean nothing because it won't show that disease yet. They present exactly like it and it's in their mind. Mm. So it's a psychiatric disorder. So if the brain can create disease, right? Then the brain Mm -hmm. can create healing. Yes. Yes, I love that. Healing. So, you know, I've just started getting involved with the mind part and healing the mind and hearing, healing the spirit. And on in the program, too, I've been doing these vidcasts. And Dr. Karen Can is going to be on on Thursday talking about her Sensitivity is Your Superpower book, um, which I've read <laughs> and very much enjoyed. And... Um, so I'm, you know, I'm addressing that part of the healing journey because it is a huge component. Mindset is everything. And, uh, you know, understanding even, here's another thing, another, and this has been proven in the research, obviously placebo, that's the mind, right? Yeah. Placebo yep. has been proven over and over and over and over and over again. And, the other thing is, is that they've done research where people thought about exercising a muscle and that muscle got stronger yep. before and after just by thinking it. I know. I love, I love so. the studies. They're so interesting. Well, yeah, we probably yeah. should, um, I'm going to give the link again and then have you describe yeah. your 14 day free challenge with the correct size. So the link to go to, this is an affiliate link. It's uh, www.karencan.com forward slash correcticize, and that is C-O-R-R-E-C-T, so correct. And then this size is I-S-I, sorry, C-I-S-E. I got to look at it. <laughs> so it's yeah, like exercise, like, it's but like, it's correcticize. It's with the egg. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, I actually posted yeah, it on so, Facebook as well. So folks can check it out there. So t- tell us what's, what's in the program. What do people get? What's the 14-day um, sure. trial about? So I figured, you know, 2020 has been a tough year <laughs> um, yeah, for, some, yeah, for, for many, many people. people. And um, it's been a challenging year to exercise. 
um, much less mm. properly exercised. So I figured, you know what, let's end 2020 on a good, uh, a good note and start 2021 on, a, uh, on the right foot. And so the program is actually 44 days. So what happens is, is that the first 14 days, I take you step-by-step step every day through um, my recommendations of the program. Mm-hmm. And then part of the Correct Size program is I'm on live every other Wednesday uh, at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and I answer questions. I um, address people's particular problems. So people can email me ahead of time or uh, talk to me live on Zoom, and we we basically troubleshoot their their issues. Wow! Also, then I teach what I'm teaching is what I call the total body repair, uh, from toe to head. So we can now I teach the release work to get in the right alignment because sizes are going to reinforce the correct alignment so that it becomes unconscious learned and that life then becomes your exercise. And so Mm. then you become optimized, resilient, and, um, and you're undoing that wear and tear caused by functioning on that uh, metaphorical flat tire, driving around on that flat tire, because you don't drive on a flat tire, you pull over right away. But the majority of us are, functioning in a body that is uh, this similar to a flat tire, and particularly our feet. So um, that brings us into the new year. So uh, That is that great. Is, um, yeah. So it's 44, uh, 44 days for $39. So it's less than a dollar a day. And uh, like I said, for the first 14 days I take you through, every other week I am live. Uh, people are able to email me any questions. I will address them and um, we kind of take it from there and I give them a good orientation and then also how to use the correct size program to best suit their needs. So it's okay, an ongoing great. process. And in the, and in the, so, um, is, so, so in the website where they can learn more about that, um, sorry, mm-hmm. I, I miss, I misspoke and said it was 14 days because it used to be that and then something else. So I apologize about that, guys. Um, so it's a holiday sale, $39 kind of for 44 days. Session, yeah. Yeah. And, but in essence, and, yeah, it's usually a 30-day program. So it's it's kind of the same. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, so, uh, here there are some examples of some videos that you have uh, right on this page. Yeah. Exactly. It's, um, so you can get it's an idea on, of what they're like. Yeah. Right. It's on fixyouonline.com. That's F-I-X with a U, um, the letter U, online.com. And from there, you'll see a link for Correct Size, and you can take it there. There's a holiday special. Um, yep. So I just so post again, that it's, link. It's up. Cyber um, Monday. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that I did post that link underneath the comments in uh, in some of my groups and on the, you know, on the uh, public uh, page as well. Um, yeah. Because I think it's, you know, I, I have to say, like, you know, I've been in these on these Q&As with you and I sent you videos and pictures and I see and, and other people have too. And I learned so much you know, mm-hmm. about, uh, I know I'm medical doctors, so I love this stuff, but I mean, the average person can learn, oh my gosh, I can see now that imbalance, you know, 
uh, in that yes. person or myself. And to have you do, you know, personalized corrections is like huge without necessarily, you know, thousands of dollars for a one-on-one uh, with you, which, yep. which would be, you know, is, is, um, I think it's an amazing value. So, um, and I think for Absolutely. people of all ages, it's, uh, it's great because you don't have to be an athlete to do this. No, not at all. And like I said, you know, it's at every different level. It's never too late to start. If uh, I also give modifications because again, it's, it's more about, you know, doing something on a, you know, a little bit a day. It doesn't have mm. to be an hour, two hours. It doesn't have to be a big commitment. You start slowly and you start properly so that you're not going to be doing anything that is going to cause you harm. Because a lot of times, especially after the holidays, right? Like, you know, somebody else decides to go out running, you know, and they haven't run in 10 years. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And yes, I can see it happening you know, now. And they'll go to, right. And, and you'll, you know, or like, you know, go into some sort of, you know, class. I mean, one of the reasons, one of the, the stupidest things I did, and, you know, again, even professionals do stupid things. Um, but when I hurt my knee, it was right after I gave birth, and I wanted to lose the baby weight. So I went ahead and went to some boot camp. And, you know, I'm doing duck walks with an injured knee. I mean, you know, how stupid can you be? But, you know, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're thinking, you know, you're thinking short term when it's, it's yeah. really a marathon and not a sprint. And the idea really of this program is to empower you with the information and the tools that you can do this yourself for the rest of your life. Because why not make every step that you take an exercise? Every time, like I, I was thinking of myself tuning into unloading the dishwasher. There's a, there's a correct and an incorrect way to do that. Opening and closing a door, putting things on a shelf. I mean, the, I, I could go on and on. Again, there's just not enough time for me to teach that even to my patients in a PT session. Right. So that, that's why it's so helpful to have the, the program because people can work through their own pace. I know I'm working through my own, you know, the own pace. I have a certain amount of time. Right. I've scheduled for that. And I actually, honestly, I mean, I, you know, I was doing a regular, uh, you know, weekly bar and Pilates classes and found some of the Pilates exercises, although I could, you know, do them and maybe, you know, I would maybe argue that maybe I was forcing myself, but cause I'm competitive. So, <laughs> so I could do right. them. But then, you know, my hip would feel kind of misaligned afterwards because I wasn't aligned to begin mm-hmm. with when I was doing the program. Right. I mean, yes, I definitely got benefit, but I thought to myself, I told my teacher, look, I'm going to take a little break because I really need to correct my structure so that when I come mm-hmm. back to doing those difficult exercises, I'm not hurting myself. And, you know, what the thing is, too, is that uh, ironically, um, you know, this Wednesday we're doing uh, part two of the hip, which is all about the pelvis. And again, most people think the hip, they only think of the femur, but the pelvis and the sacrum are actually very much involved with the motions of the hip. And they are oftentimes areas that are not addressed by um, physical therapists or massage therapists in the areas that need to be addressed. Um, A lot of times because it's a sensitive area, um, you know, from a, uh, a sexual standpoint, and it's also something that they're not trained in. So um, mm-hmm. there are there are particular um, specialists who 
who work those areas. Um, and then also some, you know, some PTs who have um, advanced training and feel comfortable uh, in that dynamic because not everybody does. Right. So again, exactly. um, yeah, a super under undertreated area of the body. There are some, there are several, the foot is one of them. I would say the pelvis is number two, case mm. would be number three, and then the cranium would be number four, our head. Wow. But, um, yeah, and so, like I said, we started at the toes. We went through the foot, um, the ankle, the lower leg, the knee, uh, went through the thigh last time, and now we're on the pelvis. So good stuff, good stuff this week. If, you, um, if you're thinking about joining, uh, join for that because um, dollars to donuts. You um, have not had the, the proper work there. And, again, that's our base of support in sitting is also mm. where we generate our energy for locomotion, for walking, which is our mm-hmm. major um, mode of transportation as humans. So, um, again, yeah, we'll be, going, we'll be going through the release, the realignment, and then the rebalancing or the reinforcing exercises for that. Oh, that sounds great. And uh, just, I forgot to mention it early on, but in case folks are uh, on the line right now, if you want to ask Yale a question about yourself personally, about your structure, about what's going on uh, potentially with, you know, pain or dysfunction, the number to call in is 818-514. And uh, what's, sorry, 818-514-1190. There we go. And hit one. So, you know, your hands up again, 818-514-1190. Hit one. So your hands up. And uh, otherwise, I won't unmute you uh, if you have a question specific for DL. And I just want to review DL just um, just to summarize is that, you know, when people get access to the Correctsize program, instead of getting 30 days, they're getting more than 30 days, getting 44 days, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And then, mm-hmm. yep. And then they'll also have and in their student and- portal. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So, yeah, and, and uh, the first 14 days, I'm taking them day by day. So every yeah. day they'll get an email from me, which kind of guides them how to use the program, because you'll see these things, and you're like, all right, where do I start? How do I start? Right, and right. So that's why um, I wanted to take you step-by-step every day and give you some suggestions. But, again, that's the opportunity that you have to go ahead and um, be a part of the Zoom call or go ahead and email any of your questions. And even if you miss the call, um, you'll still have access to the recording, which is in the portal as well. So there's a schedule of events. Um, When I am not on, the weeks that I'm not on, I have a guest speaker where uh, we do a vidcast uh, live on Zoom. I'm not sorry, Zoom, um, on my YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you can uh, join my YouTube channel, Fix You Online TV. You can subscribe so you can get notices about that, as well as, you know, looking at some of the, um, the videos that I have up there for the foot, the ankle, and general exercises. Because uh, I've had that channel now for five years. So um, there's a lot of information on it. And uh, yeah, you can glean from from all of that uh, all of that information. But on the program, there's different sections. There's the fitness programs, which are between four and fifteen minutes. They are organized um, as far as position and um, and skill level, so beginner, intermediate, and advanced. And then there's correct size your body, where we go through body parts like the foot, the knee, the hip, um, the low back. 
shoulders, necks, etc. That's correct to size your body. Then correct to size your life is more about the things that you do in your everyday life. So things like balance. Um, there are corrective exercises there. Again, they are arranged beginner, intermediate, and advanced. Uh, as well. And then you have the total body repair, which is that release work, that realignment and reinforcement from toe to head. We're on the hip right now, so we have a ways to go. We're almost halfway there. And, uh, <laughs> and then on there also are the vidcasts. So interviewing people like Dr. Karen Can, and who's coming up on Thursday, as well as uh, best-selling author Patrick McGowan on uh, the Boitego Method of Breathing, as well as um, um, Sally Esplin, who uh, works on the uh, mind and spirit. Uh, so, again, it, it's really I want to try to get the body, mind, and spirit involved in the healing because they are all important and people can have deficits in any one of them. My training happens to be the body, but I've been learning and see the importance on the mind and the spirit. So that's where I go ahead and I interview my experts, like Dr. Karen Can, um, about those different areas because, you know, we need total healing. And healing just the body is going to help. Um, and healing just the mind is going to help. But why not address every aspect? Because some of our problems, as Karen will tell us in the, um, in the interview, um, can occur on a spiritual level, things that we're not even aware of. And mm -hmm. uh, I've just started to discover that myself, um, thanks to Karen and, and some of the other um, people that I've been able to, uh, to meet over the last few years. And it's helped me tremendously. That's so cool. So, so cool. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Dale, thank you so much. Um, you know, your, your YouTube channel is just prolific. You give so much free content there. It's amazing. Um, so that's Fix You Online TV and YouTube. So check it out for DL. And then uh, um, the Correctifize program, I think, is uh, a wonderful thing, especially this time of year, like we talked about. Um, people are really rushed. They don't have time. And then they want to start something new in the new year, feel good about themselves. I think this is a very safe and effective way to do it. And like you said, it's cumulative, so you don't have to feel like you've got to kill yourself, you know, trying a brand new program because you think you're unfit. And, and, and if you do it, you might injure yourself. So this way is very safe and productive. And the results are um, sometimes if you're not looking like me, like not knowing about my one foot uh, balance, not knowing that it's actually improved just with two, you know, two sessions of correct size. So that's, you know, pretty amazing. Um, so thank you, yeah. DLC so much for being here on the My call. Thank everyone for listening in and um, until next time. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Thanks, Karen. My pleasure. Bye. Okay. Bye.